Hello and welcome to the No Notes Podcast. My name is Morgan. I'm JD. And today we have very special guests for our very special episode. Please introduce yourselves, special guests. I'm Special Jacob. I'm Special Ellie. Hello, Special <laughs> Jacob, Special Ellie, and not so special Morgan and JD. <laughs> Although Jacob and Ellie are pretty special. They're probably the most frequent guests we've had on the podcast yeah. by this point. Like, this is... I think, like, appearance number three or four for both of you. Mm. Mm. Ellie gets extra special because she doesn't have the proximity that Jacob has. <laughs> That's, That's true. <laughs> She's still, really committed to being... I still want the trophy, the no-notes trophy. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know how, like, when SNL, when, like, SNL has a host on, like, five times, they get, like, a special jacket? Yes. We'll, we'll make you a special no-notes jacket yes. um, for being on, like, five, five episodes. <laughs> Today, we are talking about the very special topic of sub versus dub, or as we have all decided, subtitles versus dub titles. We're going to just hash out what is better, watching a film with subtitles on or with none. What is the best way to appreciate and watch cinema? Do you watch it with subtitles? Should you never watch it with subtitles? I know people have very strong opinions. I have extremely strong opinions about this subject. So we have on our guests, because me and JD agree on this subject, and it's no fun to agree on subjects. So. Yeah, at least in this format. Yeah. If it was the two of us being like, yeah, I think this, I think this as well, it'd be kind of boring. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to challenge ourselves a little bit today and talk about both sides of this argument. So to start out, just as an overall general statement, Gen Z and millennials, I think, statistically watch things with subtitles more than they watch things with no subtitles. Why do you think that is, and what do you personally do when you watch anything? Streaming, YouTube videos, social media, what do you prefer, and why do you think in general, most people prefer subtitles. Are we all? We're all members of Gen Z, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, I think technically I think I might like, be first. Year. You're like marginal. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I was, I was just curious. I'm more Gen Z than all of you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally uh, prefer dubbed, but I'm also kind of a both because even if I'm watching it dubbed, I also have the subtitles on. Mm. Uh, because I personally don't want to miss the dialogue. If it's a, a scene where there's a lot of other audio or there's like they're whispering or something, I don't have the best hearing. Um, so I definitely want the subtitles to make sure I've got it. Uh, but I'm also a workaholic, and so a lot of times I want to be able to not have to stare at the screen to get the story. And so I listen to the English dub because I do not know Japanese. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> and I think, yes. yes. <laughs> a lot of this conversation will tend to lean towards anime as we're an anime-heavy group. But we're talking about film in general oh, as well. Okay. Yeah. JD, uh, what do you think? Yeah, well, probably the least anime heavy person here uh, I've, I've dabbled but I'm, I'm certainly nowhere close to the Armstrongs and Ellie especially uh, I tend to when I do watch anime or anything in a foreign language I almost exclusively watch it with subtitles in the original language so not dubbed uh, you know I, I, because in my mind if I'm watching a foreign thing whether it's animated or live action 
I I just I feel like you kind of preserve like the acting performance, uh, especially when you're watching it in the original language and reading the subtitles. Of course, you know, like if you're spending a lot of time reading, there are some things you might not pick up on as well. But I generally prefer to watch things in the language that they were produced in, you know, um, anime or not. Uh, and then when it comes to and so because of that, the only language I speak is English. I have to use subtitles so I can read it, so I can actually understand what's going on. Uh, but in terms of otherwise, I almost never watch movies with subtitles, or at least I didn't until this year, uh, as I spent a lot of time you know, with Mariana and with my brother, who both strongly prefer subtitles. I've now started, kind of started to get used to it, but I'm still a little more like, I don't know, like I, I kind of like having the whole movie taking up the whole screen and just kind of interpreting it as it is. And I'll say that's just my introductory. Um, I think for me, like, I think the crux of my subtitles and dub titles opinion <laughs> is, like, my attention span. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have ADHD, like, diagnosed, actually, and I just can't, like, that's why I need subtitles, even just, like, when I'm listening in English, because I just will completely miss things sometimes because I just my attention spans all over the place and I think like going back to your question earlier of like why is Gen Z like this mm -hmm. I feel like attention span is like a big reason we're so used to everything being so fast so ac accessible um so I feel like that's probably the biggest reason um just not wanting to miss things wanting things to be quick oh yeah um and then like in terms of why I like things dubbed is basically the same um I like to continue with the story and I feel like I'll miss things. It's more of like, because I, I agree that if I listen to it in the language, I'm, I'm missing like that portion of it, but I sacrifice that so that I don't miss the plot. Because <laughs> yeah. I will miss the plot if it's not dubbed. So that's, that's my opinion. That's right. So I, I, have a, I think I know another reason why uh, millennials and Gen Zers are more so on the subtitle side. Mm -hmm. So a little anecdotal story for you. My cousin told me that he was in anime in like the late 80s, early 90s. And you don't just get anime from a streaming website at that point. We don't have streaming websites yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he would have to go to some sketchy store or know someone that knows someone that has a VHS that was <laughs> oh, manually subtitled because otherwise you wouldn't understand the Japanese. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that availability of subtitles was very rare. Mm, and good. now that it is something, we have it now and we're used to it. But older generations were used to not having it, and people like what they're used to. That yeah. is my argument. <laughs> That's fair. Because I think uh, if you wanted to watch something with subtitles before, you would need a DVD, shout out physical media, <laughs> and you would have to like go in the options and select like this yeah. movie with this language subtitles. Otherwise, you were just like you were just stuck watching like you know I don't know if cable had many, but now we have streaming. We have mm -hmm. streaming dedicated specifically to anime. We have streaming, mm -hmm. like, Netflix. You could put subtitles on anything on Netflix in, like, a dozen languages. Mm. So, yeah, there's so much more availability. I have always been hardcore subtitles ever since I could, like, I was the person who, like, went on the DVD and, like, restarted the film so that I could mm. go into the settings and turn the <laughs> subtitles on. But I think mine comes from, first, just being, like, pretentious about watching movies and thinking <laughs> that people should watch it in the form that it was created. And yeah. if I could be the target audience for every film that I watch, like, I would. Like, it's, <laughs> I want to be the target audience. I want to, like, do it in its most natural form that it was yeah. made to be watched on. 
Um, I did but specifically watch a TV show that was called 16 when I was 16. I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> going out of high school into college at the same time she was. And so I did, I did, I do try to target things that are for me because yeah, I'll get yeah. the most out of it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, but also I think I just love subtitles because I'm so scared of like missing things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I grew up in like my family is loud and they will interrupt your movie and like we all have grandmas who don't know what's happening <laughs> and need to scream questions over the TV mm-hmm. and I this is the reason I can't play video games because I get so stressed about like missing what I was supposed to do that I can't move forward because I'm so stuck in like there's so many different options to do I have to do every single one so I think that's part of it is like if I have the subtitles like I know I'm not going to miss something I'll see every single word that someone says I won't hear something wrong or anything like that so that's my weird reason why but I think most people use it because it is just familiar I mean um it's really easy with um streaming services and like everyone on social media you see any video you know most videos are silent until you click on them Mm -hmm. so they have the captions um youtube made that super popular and super easy with captions so i think it is very much just really accessible and easy but I still know a lot of people who, like, get very angry when it's, like, the words are distracting. Like, J.D. kind of yeah. said, like, I want to see, like, it's a visual medium. I want to see the visuals in all of their glory. Yeah. So. Well, it's crazy how much you get used to it. Because watching shows, like, with friends, yeah. like Ian and Steven, they don't like subtitles. <laughs> so when we watch Lost, they fuss at me about it. But you just get used to, like, you don't even notice it's there anymore. But yeah. your brain is reading. But you just don't even, it's not even there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. For and me. I- I feel like, I, I think that happens when you watch things in a foreign language, too. Like, yeah. I remember, like, the first time I saw Parasite is the first time I saw a foreign language film in a theater. Mm-hmm. And having that experience of, like, I was really worried I was going to be distracted. I hadn't seen very many foreign things at that point. I watched some anime, but I watched it dubbed, and I didn't like it very much. And, like, eventually, like, you know, you kind of get used to reading mm-hmm. and watching and picking things up because in a visual medium so much of the story that you're telling is captured on film dialogue obviously super important very revealing for character and story but you can communicate a lot through acting through you know physical movement and so your brain kind of fills in those gaps and eventually the words do just kind of disappear into what you're watching i love showing people who've never seen foreign films foreign films in the language and they're reading the subtitles and it's like the first time they i feel like this has happened to me three or four times and they're watching it and it's like three quarters of the way through the movie and they're like do i speak korean (laughs) i swear i stopped reading like like, i swear i speak japanese (laughs) and it happens every time because i do think it is like the first few things you watch like it is a little distracting but it's definitely something that you in theory would get used to (laughs) so to push back on that a little bit i am a very slow reader i've (laughs) tried researching how to read better (laughs) it hasn't really improved much um and so Less from a practical point of view. Like, I definitely want the subtitles there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're nice, and they make sure I get the plot and everything. But if I'm experiencing something for the first time, it does, I think, emotionally take away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I know what's going on, and practically I'm like, this is a good story. I like the narrative here. But um, as far as me feeling it, if it's actually in English, I can hear it. Mm-hmm. I can, like, I know the way that English people, like, express themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I can dig deeper into that, and I feel it 
more. Yeah. <laughs> when I, it is my language. Yeah. I really yeah. agree with that. I think your name and Weathering with You, prepping for Susan May. I think like those were the first film, like porn films that I saw with subtitles, and like I was really concerned about that, but I still got emotional with those movies. Yeah. Um, but I'm the same way. Like I read pretty slow. Um, but this is kind of a pivot, but that you talking about that made me think of like the difference between the voice actors for like Aaron Yeager and yes. the, the, like in English versus in Japanese. And um, I don't because it's like a hearing it in English, like you feel like you're more into it, but then sometimes like the Japanese voice actor is so much better. <laughs> and so it's like, like I've heard Aaron Yeager in both, and I'm like, yeah. It's better. The other one's better. And so, like, that's kind of give and take, too, I feel like, depending on, like, how the acting is as well. So I grew up on Naruto, and uh, I had, I watched it in English for the first, like, third, no, first, fifth. Um, And then, you know, it wasn't in English anymore, so I had to switch to the subtitles. Mm -hmm. And at first, I was like, these voices are weird. They're different. It's not what I'm used to. Um, but now I hear Cameron watching Naruto every now and then, and I know the character's voice. It doesn't matter if it's the yeah. English one or the Japanese one. I, I know both of them now, and I'm familiar with both of them, and I like both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. I think the first times that I watched anime, because my, my younger brother, I had like a phase where he was very into anime, and would try to convince me to watch a lot of them with him, like this one called Seven Deadly Sins that we watched some of. Mm-hmm. Don't like that one. Um, yeah, I don't like it very much either. Um, I, I think he's like doesn't really care much for it now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember watching some of these with him, and like I tried to watch uh, like that one, and like just sort of, I don't know, the English dubbing over really bugged me. Same thing with My Hero Academia, and the first time I tried to watch Death Note. All three of those I watched... In, with English dubbing for the first time and there was something about the way the English voice actors were performing like the the Japanese intonations that really mm, bugged yeah. me. It felt like they were trying to like capture something that felt fake mm-hmm. and then when I went back and watched Death Note which is the only anime I've ever like seen I don't think I finished it but I watched most of it and I watched it in Japanese with English subtitles and I enjoyed it so much more because I felt like I was getting a much more authentic performance, and that's also that shows also much more my speed than some of my Hero Academia is, mm-hmm. um, but like it's like more of a show that I vibe with. But I still felt like I was getting much more out of it. Like the performances were much more naturalistic, and I don't know. I just felt like I resonated with it more when I was getting that kind of performance instead of an English actor like trying to go over the top or do all of these things yeah. to capture like a different culture in right. in English. This you know? is and we're westernizing m- it. Even <laughs> if we try not to. This is yeah, the meat not. of my argument against this is even if it's even if it's a Japanese show, you know, it's written and created in Japan and it's even if the character is western having I think just the way that they write the dialogue having someone who understands who it was written from in that language is so important. I think if you've ever seen the movie Arrival, you kind of get where I'm coming (laughs) from, where like different cultures and especially different languages think differently. And Mm -hmm. it completely changes the character in like how the dialogue is written and how they're thinking and having someone who speaks Spanish and speaks English saying the same thing, like, usually is not going to make that big of a difference. And, like, I can get that argument. But I think with something as specific as art and film in the story they're telling, in the culture that they're telling it, and how they're trying to tell it, I just think it's way too important 
to stay within that culture of who's creating that film mm. than to just be able to make it easier. Yeah. <laughs> so Disney yeah. does a pretty good job of mm. dubbing things for the culture. They'll even mm. change the animation. They'll change mm-hmm. jokes. Yeah. Like they will tailor it for that market mm-hmm. across the board. Yeah. And so I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but you also- don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, humor was kind of the first thought that I had because mm-hmm. I mean I, we're all yeah Western Americans mm-hmm. here. If you couldn't tell, um, <laughs> you probably are too if you're listening to this. Um, but like there are things that are going to be regionally specific that we don't find funny that we can't relate to. And if you're watching it like translated into English, a lot of times they'll try to like put an American joke in there that like Americans will find funny that's different, but it doesn't always mesh with the animation. And so it's cool that you mentioned like Disney's made a lot of movies recently that have specifically delved into a lot of different cultures. And so they'll put like culturally specific things in there. Then having a dub, even though it's in English originally in like, you know, Spanish in like Encanto or something like that. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I, I, I get that. Because, yeah. you know, you're kind of tailoring it more to that region. I think the opposite can also be positive. So yeah. if you've ever seen Yu-Gi-Oh, um, <laughs> it is a serious show about men and women that play a card game that if you lose, you get sent to some sort of version of hell called oh the Shadow Realm. Um, no idea. Yeah. Um, it's really serious. Um, and so if you watch it subtitled, it's like this super serious thing. Like, people's lives are on the line. Mm-hmm. If you watch the English dub, everyone is just so funny. It, and it's like, it, it's all one big joke. They're like, we're playing card game. <laughs> and yeah. I find it hilarious. And they didn't finish GX in English. So I had to watch um, the last season in Japanese. And so I switched from this happy-go-lucky, everyone's quirky, to everyone's super serious and everyone's lives are on the line. And I didn't like it. I didn't finish it. I couldn't finish it because I enjoyed the Americanized version, not the original. Interesting. Yeah. Because I guess it's interesting and fun to be able to, like, make it work for everyone and i'm sure whoever's selling the movie loves that aspect but i feel like it takes away from the art of it a little bit yeah i think to to bring it maybe a little bit back more towards film uh miyazaki movies are my biggest entryway to anime that Mm. to me is where like i find a lot of a a lot of joy in 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 that art form and watching spirited away is the only one i've seen in both languages Mm -hmm. but you know i think that Spirited Away was was phenomenal in English, but then seeing it translated to Japanese and like getting like, I don't know, just it, yeah, it felt like the this the cultural significance of some of the story aspects maybe were able to make a little bit more sense because there were things that were a little bit impenetrable to me, you know, watching like this product of a different culture transposed to my language. It's like there were just a, a few things that I felt like I was a little more on the outside of, mm-hmm. which. Is just is natural with like you know cultural divisions like a movie made in America yeah. is gonna feel that same way in Japan but yeah. um, and so yeah like kind of what you're talking about Jacob it's like even like the tone changes mm-hmm. yeah. you know which is which is which is weird and strange to think about <laughs> um, another aspect that kind of plays into it being more popular nowadays is you know back in the day I'm sure everyone has seen some video of like it's dubbed over and it just does not match the movements at all (laughs) and it's just comical but with technology now and visual effects like you hardly ever see that anymore like even you know in anime like they change their mouth movements based on what language they're speaking and I mean Netflix is crazy about it like they have like 12 languages that I've never heard of (laughs) (laughs) and like every single one of them is not only are they 
dubbed over, but the animation is matching the language, which, mm. you know, goes miles when you're watching something over and over again. Yeah. Early anime dubs, they would keep the same animation, but they would write the English lines to mm. match the syllables, yeah. and then they would just yeah. speak to the, the rhythm of it. Which yeah. could explain why you have so many weird things. Yeah. You know, it's like, they're <laughs> trying to, to make it... it like, what, what do you value more? Like, is it, you know, congruent with the way that it looks, or is it congruent with the meaning of the lyric? Or yeah. not the lyrics, but <laughs> yeah. the meaning of the dialogue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, which do you value more, you know? yeah. But even now, there's movies where they um, are starting to be able to scan the person's mouth, like a live-action film, and based on what is being said, like, animate the mouth to match different languages I, they did it with one movie recently where i think it was english and spanish and like the mouth of the live action people matches the audio and it's all That's like weird. ai generated i don't think it's That's like quite true. there yet yeah. but i think it will be one day where like yeah. someone can talk in a full spanish movie full Span english movie and just vfx the mouth to match both the languages perfectly in like a mm. perfect live action thing which is very interesting <laughs> way it's to think about. Kind of weird it. to think about. Yeah, sure. but super cool and yeah, um, and obviously like this doesn't even need to say like all of it's great for people who are like hard of hearing or yeah. blind and like it it helps people be able to appreciate it and if they have any kind of um, disability. So yeah, it's great right. for those. Obviously. Yeah. yeah, I think that's the best argument. You yeah. Can. yeah, watching anything subtitled, it's like yeah, you know why? Yeah. Why, why would it? <laughs> yeah. They definitely need to exist. <laughs> um, they are a, a good, you know, and that's part of, like, you mentioned YouTube earlier, like, have auto-generated captions now, which mm. are pretty inconsistent most of the time yeah. when you actually watch a video, but it's like, okay, we're, like, taking these steps, you know, <laughs> to, like, yeah, be more you know, inclusive in that way for a community of people who might not have had as easy access to yeah. art before. It's cool. Yeah. In that, even, in that way. Even, like, Instagram reels, like, if I'm at, like, a doctor's office and a bunch of people are talking, I'm like, I don't want to look through TikTok. But Instagram reels are like almost always captioned and so I'm yeah. just through. <laughs> that was yeah, everything's yeah. captioned. And one of the articles I read about this was the reason that our generation likes it so much is we're way more likely to watch uh, s like streaming services in public settings mm. where yeah, it's like we're doing sense. other things while watching it. Because yeah. usually it was like you're either in front of the TV or you're doing something. But like you know, so many people sit at work and they have Netflix on and they're working at the yes. same time. <laughs> so true. So, true. Yeah. Um, so it's great for that. But I think to be on the other side just a little bit, I will mm. say when I watch a movie that I've seen so many times that I could quote it, when I watch The Lord of the Rings or Twilight, I do not watch it with subtitles. Because yeah. I'm like, I know what they're going to say. I'm not going to miss anything. Like, I've seen it 18 times this year. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so, fair. like, maybe there is a little bit of me that thinks that there is some benefit to not having the distractions of the words. But yeah. I feel like every time I watch something for the first time, like, I'm so sucked into it. Like, even just missing a word, like, I'll rewind. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll listen to the words, but I won't read their face. So yeah, then I'll rewind, because yeah. I'll be like, okay, I know what he said. Now what does his face look like, you know? Yeah. And so, but then, like, it's like the second time you watch it, it just doesn't matter. I'll just, like, color on my phone. Or yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm the same way. I do think that the best way to experience a media, like video and audio media, movies if you will <laughs> is uh to know to to be able to hear all the dialogue 
be able to hear it and see it. So you yeah. can focus on the visuals, you can feel the emotions, mm-hmm. and you're not distracted by also having to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was one of my arguments, too, is... Um, just like being able to memorize it. Like I intake a lot of media. Like I watch, you know, I've watched like seven seasons of Gilmore Girls in the past like month. Like crazy. (laughs) Um, And having the visual with the audio and being able to read it, like, you know, they say like take notes in class because you writing it and you seeing it and you hearing it helps you memorize it. And I think Mm. with the amount of content that we intake, whenever I watch something with subtitles, I can remember the story better for when I go back to it versus mm-hmm. just watching it. It's easier for me to forget. You know, that, that is a great point, yeah. I think. Uh, um, I think that's a great point generally, but you, know, you can then extrapolate that to a foreign film. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, okay, you know, not only are, you know, you, and, and you mentioned like you can watch it dubbed and still have the English subtitles and, or whatever, but, you know, like if you're, catching in a foreign language then you might also start to make some connections with what words mean like if you hear things Mm. that are repeated often in a different language you know you start to form those connections as well that's why so many people um this is like a kind of a trope with uh like k-pop artists is they watch like friends to learn english i think one of the bts guys (laughs) says it all the time is like yeah like i watched all of friends and it helped me learn english and it's a great tool for like not only being in the culture of the language that you're learning, but also just getting to hear like the jokes and like all the weird things that you wouldn't learn in like a class learning a language. It's great yeah. for that. I've heard well, friends who, cause like I really want to be fluent in Spanish. I need to make more of an effort, but I've had friends talk about like watching telenovelas, yes. <laughs> just like playing them and listening to them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think like on the, on the inverse side of that, uh, like Mariana grew up speaking Spanish before mm-hmm. English, and mm-hmm. I remember like she her telling me like when her parents came to America, they were watching like Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, mm-hmm. and watching movies in English to start picking up on stuff. And when it comes to me learning Spanish, she suggested that I do that, like watch things like Friends in yeah. Spanish yeah. to yeah. get familiar like with the language basics. And so I started watching like live sports in Spanish when yeah. I can find it, <laughs> yeah. just to like get used to the vocabulary and get used to people hearing it because again and like. You know, and so if I were to watch like uh, a movie in Spanish, like yeah, I'm gonna do that, and maybe even put like Spanish subtitles on, you know, so I can like start getting a sense of of the way that words are used in that culture, in that context. Because yeah. I think, yeah, I bet that's another potentially like point for subtitles when you're in the context <laughs> of foreign things. Like I know, like if you're interested in learning Japanese, you know, here's like a great avenue to see how Japanese language is applied in context. Um, you can pick up a lot of grammatical stuff, I think, from that. And it's, you know, it's a way to increase your understanding, too. And if you're interested in world cinema, I think it's, like, another super compelling argument for it. Like, yeah. if you're going to watch something like, uh, I don't know, like like, Frit, like a Fritz Long film, like, if you're going to watch M, like, watch it in German, you yeah. know? Um, <laughs> that might be, like, too specific of a thing to reference. I don't know. This is the first thing that came to mind. Um, Question for the room. Have you ever watched a film in the theater with subtitles? Yes. Not on purpose. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But it was a welcome surprise. (laughs) Um, I think it was actually your name that I saw it Mm. with subtitles. Gotcha. Hmm. Were you like planning to watch it dubbed? I think it was dubbed and subtitled. It was like one of the last showings or something. Really? Yeah, mine is only foreign. I've only yeah. ever watched foreign. 
I've never watched English subtitled in the theaters. Which, I mean, I don't even know if they show English films with English so, subtitles. I think uh, they, they do. They I do, and I also in learned Birmingham. this uh, in Birmingham, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that lesson here completely accidentally. Uh, me and, uh, you know, good friend Eli Goolsby went to go see this movie, The Card Counter, with Oscar Isaac on, like, a random Thursday night. We were like, hey, we're both free, let's go to the movies, show up to the card counter, and are both really surprised to see that there are subtitles the whole time. <laughs> we're like, oh, no. we didn't know that this was happening. It was in English, with English subtitles. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like, you know, and so that that was a pretty unique experience. And then when I saw Parasite, I saw that in yeah. Yeah, with subtitles as well. <laughs> so yeah, that one was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I think Susan May was my only one. Because I, I think I would watch a lot of movies with subtitles if it was more available. Like, yeah, I would have loved to see Tenet with subtitles the mm-hmm. first time I watched. Fair, it. fair, <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, another argument for subtitles. Yeah, you know, yeah. movies with like that are like heavy hard dialogue, follow. hard to yeah. follow, yeah. or movies with like heavy music. Like Tenet yeah. has like, yeah, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> All right, so to wrap it up. I'm going to make you guys choose. Do you like subtitles or dub titles? I would choose dubs. I think the emotional impact. (laughs) And I feel more when I'm seeing and hearing than when I'm reading. I would also choose dubs. Just to be immersed both visually and audibly. Auditorially. (laughs) (laughs) At the same time. I would go with subtitles. Yeah, I'm subtitles too. For all the reasons that we said. For all the reasons that like Morgan and I have said. Which we agree on this. You know, I think you get a lot more. If it's live action, you get a lot more from the performances. Uh, I think, you know, there's something special about, yeah, live action or animation. Watching in the original language. I just think it's, like, preserved. Like, the way it was, like, really meant to be seen. If I could speak the language, I would, I, that would be amazing. If I could be the target audience for anything yes. I wanted to yeah. watch, like, that would be... <laughs> incredible but i do i do i don't know it's it it really is like personal preference but yeah yeah subtitles for me (laughs) all right so that is what we have for you today subtitles versus dub titles we didn't get in any huge fights (laughs) i feel like we hit next time (laughs) both sides pretty well (laughs) um if you enjoyed this episode tell us what you prefer we will definitely have some polls on our spotify our instagram you can find us on TikTok and YouTube. We are at No Notes Podcast on most of those. No Notes underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, so follow us, support us, tell us what you prefer. Thank you for listening. Everyone say bye. 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 bye.